You're listening to Post to Post on WCWPSports.org. And hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. My name is Nick Matina. Joined alongside me today is Anthony Cabaretta, Jason Glickman, and for the first time, Ryan Kraut. Happy to finally be here, guys. Oh, thank you for finally joining us. It's my pleasure. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are exactly, let's see, about five, six days away from the trade deadline. Things are finally getting into place. We finally have some trades going on. And we're going to discuss the major, quote-unquote, major trades that have happened in this past week. You guys want to bring up any any of those trades first that really shocked you, or should we just go in order? Go in order. Okay. So, start off. Uh, so, yesterday, the Rangers made a trade with the Boston Bruins. Uh, the defenseman Nick Holden was traded to the Bruins for, to the uh, from the Rangers uh, for defenseman Robert O'Gara and a third-round pick in the 2018 NHL Draft. So, as a Ranger fan, I'll shoot in first and I'll shoot in as someone else. You know, I never liked Nick Holden. Nick Holden was just a defenseman that always seemed to take penalties and he never made smart plays. But as an overall fan, I do think the Rangers won this trade. Um, they got rid of a defenseman that they no longer needed and they exchanged him for a third round pick and a defenseman that they're going to start using already because he's already practicing with the Rangers. How about you guys? Um... I think that the Bruins took the wrong defenseman. I think you want to go for McDonough there. If you don't take McDonough, then it leaves McDonough on the block for another division rival like the Lightning take. Now, people, a lot of insiders are saying that just because they took Holden doesn't mean they're out of the running for McDonough. So they still could be in it. As much as I don't think McDonough should leave the Rangers, but that's a whole other story. No, neither do I. Um, you know, they People said Boston is still not out of the loop of McDonough. Anthony, how about you? Um, I agree with that um, because Holden was Holden was a defenseman. He was a def- he was probably one of the rarities on the team. He was more to me. He was more of a defensive uh, uh, defensive defensive defenseman. There you go. So I I think shelling him out to the Bruins for a pick and another player was pretty decent. I think it was a good trade. The Rangers I think did win. They got an A. They have what what he what is it now an AHL. Defenseman, but I think he's NHL ready mm-hmm. as well. And I think you know he. Um, I think they did say he will be traveling with the team to yeah. Montreal. Yes. So we're going to see him in action. I'm wondering who they're going to pair him with. I think they're going to pair him right where Holden was with D'Angelo. That could and be see a, how that, that works. That could be a young pairing. He's you know Robert Guerra is 24. He's six foot four, and he's 215 pounds. So he's a big guy. Yeah. So that could. He's from Massapequa, New York. Also, exactly. So he's right from around here. You know, local. Boy, here he was drafted in 2011, fifth round, 30th pick overall in that round, 151st overall. Ryan Kraut, you get to speak for the first time on a topic. Wow. So, do you think the Rangers or Bruins won in that trade? I definitely think the Rangers won this trade because of the pick. I don't necessarily know if the player they got back is NHL ready because he does have 11 NHL games under his belt and a whopping zero points. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. if he's NHL ready just yet, but they definitely did win the trade with that third-round pick. You know, I did hear from a, a source that he was actually one of the top two, uh, one of the top two, I think, best defensemen in the AHL. So then they're right there. That's, so that, that's, 
But still, with that caliber player, he should fit into the system. And back on the and just one quick note: the the the, the thought of McDonough still going to the Bruins, I mm-hmm. believe it's still on the table. Mm-hmm. But I think with the Holden trade, it's a little bit less likely. Not that much, but a little bit less likely. I I don't know. I mean, he, I just I'm looking now at his season uh, with the AHL. He played for the Providence Bruins, which was the uh, the, the Bruins AHL, AHL affiliate. affiliate. Uh, this season. In 43 games played, he has eight points, two goals, six assists. So it isn't great, but he, in 107 games played in the AHL, he has 22 points. Yeah, but we're not saying he's a he's a um, first line defenseman. No, he's a he's a third line defenseman. Possibly that scratch that you fill in with, or what, like D'Angelo's spot now. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not. I'm. I, do I think he's AH, uh, NHL ready? Yes, I do believe that with the Rangers team now, he'll get the work in that he needs to get to the point where he is an effective tool on the team. Mm-hmm. But I do believe he will probably once the seat once everything calms down, he'll probably fill into the spot of where D'Angelo is now. The funny thing is, I guess the NHL and the AHL don't talk to each other because the NHL has him down from Massapequa, New York, but the AHL has him down from Wisconsin. Those are two totally different towns, different <laughs> and not, they're not that close to each other either. So let's move on to the next trade. So this is coming for a guy that's from Suffolk. So, repping. All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, Detroit Red Wings and the Philadelphia Flyers conducted a trade the other day. Goalie Peter Razik, one of you guess you could say the top goalie for the Detroit Red Wings, was traded to the Red Wings, not to the Red Wings, to the Flyers for a conditional fourth round pick in the 2018 draft and a third round pick in the 2019 draft. Now. I'll I'll go first. You know the Flyers were in desperate need of a goaltender. They lost two already. They had. They had I keep I keep wanting to say Steve Mason, but I know Steve Mason's <laughs> not on the Jets anymore. I mean, no, he's on the Jets. The he's on what the is Jets. my problem? You good there? Yeah, no, I'm good. It's been a, it's, it's been a, Wednesday, not Monday, Nick. It's yeah. a rough day. Thanks. Um, so yeah, so Steve Mason is on the Jets now. Um, the Flyers they lost Michael Neuwirth. And they lost. Oh my God! Why can't? Why? Why am I brain farting? Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott. Thank you. you. Go. Oh my there God! You go. Look, crowd's Man. here to save us. Yeah, I know. Jeez, thank you. Um, so they lost Brian Elliott and Neuverth to at least a couple weeks each, and now they go and get Peter Ma- Peter Morazic, who in my my idea are is better than Brian Elliott and Michael Neuverth, and. I'm saying the Flyers won this trade. They got him for nothing. They got really absolutely won this trade. All right, so that was an easy summary. We went around the table. Everyone (laughs) everyone feels the same way. I heard that the Wings are also retaining half of Mrazek's salary, which is even better for the Flyers. If a team is that desperate for a goalie, give up, like, get more from that desperate team. Well, now here's the question, though. Will he stick around? Because his contract uh, is still up at the end of the season. Even if he doesn't stick around, it's still a steal. No, it's a steal now, but... Is he a rental? What I think they should do? I mean, is he like is he like Jonathan is not Jonathan Quick? Is he like Ben Bishop when he went to the Kings? He definitely is just a rental because once their two goalies are back and healthy, they don't need him anymore. Yeah, but the way Nick's saying, he's I like mean, he's staying well, for the I, I would, status I would, of the other two goalies. That's I also a big question. I can look it up. Hold on. Now, um, if Elliot and Norvith are also in their last year, then well, here's the thing: you got I, three I options. I don't How, think so. Though. Brian Elliott's old as it is. Yeah, you Brian Elliott. I feel like he's out of. He has been doing amazing. He's 32 years old. He's like. A year or two compared to this, he's a year or two younger than Henrik Lundqvist, and he's well, the so same that's way. a whole different question there. Yeah, you know, same way, and really, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Michael Neuwirth, you know, 
could be gone also, even though he has performed well for the Flyers in the past couple games. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like Peter Mrazek really could make a big impact on the Philadelphia Flyers team. A Flyers team that is now especially struggling. Yeah. I, well, mm. well, no, look at it. The, the news that Not, came out recently, uh, Wayne Simmons went down. Oh yeah, when you I wouldn't say just because they lost Wayne Simmons. Well, no, be struggling. I'm just saying I'm saying the team is going to be struggling. They're sitting they pretty in third set, place right now. Third place, so. yeah, but in the, that's in the Metro Division. Yeah, which is a tight division. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm all I'm saying so is third place one day could be like seventh place in two days. Exactly. So all right, so uh, Brian Elliott last season is next year on his contract. Uh, he's he has a two point seven. Uh, Million dollar contract, and it ends, it ends uh, next year. So, really, I mean, Brian Elliott, you have a, one more year remaining on him. Nothing really. So, honestly, do you think that uh, he's going to stay, Brian Elliott, or do you think Brian Elliott's going to hit the road and possibly retirement, or go to a team that needs goaltending help, <coughs> Arizona? Really? What? I, come they, on, now. they really do though. Come they, on, they, they need re- it, but right, I think right now, for for now, I think that they're pretty good. And honestly, let's let's just say for argument's sake, um, I think Elliot will honestly, I think I think he may just retire at that point. Um, he is at the end of his line. You, you know, he's, he's showing Nick, signs you said of decline. Thirty two. Brian Elliott's thirty two. Yeah. Yeah. So how many more That's years has he old. got? Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying it's not because, so old. Well, think about what you said. You said he's. I'm he, saying I'm saying old for. Old for the NHL. For the NHL, yeah. Yes. Now you just what do you say before? You said he's how much? How many years younger than Lundqvist? About a year or two. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Lundqvist now is is showing mixed mixed performances. Now Elliot hasn't been on a strong hasn't been on a on a solid. So he's been jump, He jumped from team to team and he's he got into he's been injured. So I'm just all I'm saying is that, you know, he's not exactly there. All right. After doing some research. Here's where we stand. So Peter Morazic, at the age of 26, is currently on the Red Wings contract of $4 million that shifted over. He is a restricted free agent after this season. Brian Elliott and Michael Norvis' contract both end next after the end of next season. So here's if you're the Flyers, what do you do? Do you re-sign Morazic to a few-year deal? And then when uh, the season comes around where... You know, Neuwirth and Elliot are no longer going to be on the Flyers. Do you resign one one of them and get rid of, of the other? How, how do you how, how do you do this if you're I say the GM of the uh, Flyers? You you tender him an offer, and then whatever team signs him, since you don't necessarily need him at this very moment, take whatever compensation, and then work from there. All right. So let's keep moving on from different trades now. Uh, the Capitals were in a trade with the Chicago Blackhawks. The Capitals uh, acquired Michael Kempney for a third-round draft pick. Um, I don't know too much about Michael Kempney, to be completely honest, but, uh, well, he's got it. Uh, Ryan's he has, got some stuff. Uh, in 81 games in his NHL career, three goals and 12 assists. And he's a defenseman? Defenseman okay. at the age of 27. Like I said, I don't know too much about Kempney. I don't know if you guys know too much about Kempney either. Well, crowd does. Well, so we're good. Yeah, statistics up. I mean, for I think it's a fair trade. It's a fair trade. I mean, it's a third round pick. I think it's pretty even. If you have a guy that's scoring a defenseman that's scoring maybe less than twenty points in about a season overall in games, 
a third round pick is pretty yeah, that's even and pretty clean and, trade. Know. I don't see anything coming out of that anything down mm-hmm. the road with that trade. I think that's just a normal trade that you would get. Mm-hmm. Just a shed a contract. Okay. Moving on, next trade. Uh Jacob Jerebeck was traded to the Capitals by the Montreal Canadiens for a fifth round pick in the twenty nineteen draft. Now, Jacob Jerebeck Kraut, you have stats on him? He is a rookie. In 25 games this year, he has one goal and three assists. He's another defenseman, and he is 26. So another 20-year-old defenseman going to Washington. Yeah, I was going to say, the Capitals are building up on the defensive side, huh? A young defensive side. Because think about it. Look at the defensive. It's Matt Niskanen, Carl Olsner. Uh, Carl Olsner's on the Canadians now. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I don't John know. Carlson. That's what I'm thinking of. So John Carlson, who has to be up there I'm, in age also. I think he also has to be re-signed at the end of the year. See, I'm not 100% sure John about Carlson's that. only 28 years old. This is this is the he aftermath of... Um, and Michael Kempney is actually expected to play alongside him, yeah. according to the Washington Post. This is, this is basically Washington just retool. This is them not rebuilding, but re- retooling. Um, they know that they, the core that they have is going to... is getting there and it's not really working if it's not working you retool it they're bringing in young guys to help spice things up this is actually john carlson's last year with the capitals uh so exactly my point absolutely look to re-sign him as well yeah Yeah. i I agree with what anthony said because if you look at the capitals goal differential it's only plus seven and with that offense you you would expect that Mm -hmm. they would have a lot bigger differential there so a lot of that is probably on the back end with defense so it's it's good that they're rebuilding their defensive now starting young and hope he can't stop everything so, do you, I was gonna say we can see that. Did you guys happen to see that game, the Tampa Bay versus Washington game yes. last night, and the Kucherov move? Oh my! That was, that was an all-star that was move. That was a. It was the same was exact, so dirty. same exact move he pulled on Hopi during the All-Star, game. the All-Star game. Except it was on his forehand this time, not his backhand. But yeah, and it this, still fooled him. It still fooled technical him. And Hopi Jason, was pissed. Hopi was pissed that he let that in again. But at the end of that game, what it went to. Oh, it wasn't even last night. Oh. It was the night before. Excuse me. Uh, Tampa Bay won Didn't, that 4 They also lost to uh, Chicago 7-1, right? Yes. That was a yeah. very upsetting game. Was Grubauer game. in that, that night or was that Holpe? Um, I may have been. I'm going to double check. I, I think it was Grubauer, but it was, I would assume was, both of Hold, please. Well, at well, one point. Both at a point. At one point. But who started that game is the question. I think it, I think it was I think it was Holpe. I mean, a game in Chicago, it's got to be Holpe, right? You, I, I, I wouldn't, yeah. It's got to be I, I wouldn't start my, my first goalie against Chicago. No. Well, well, not this year. It was a Grubauer. I would give it to Grubauer, but uh, when was this game? Sunday. It was. A, it was. Um, I think it was Sunday night game, the no, Chicago Washington game. But still, I think whoever you played in that, like Jason, you said, um, I would rather play Grubauer against Chicago. But look what happened. You ah, you can't really take a team, even though they're they're not doing well, to you know, not to not shoot against you. Literally, they still have a decent. Decent core there. So. They they did start Holtby. Holtby played for the first two periods. He let in uh, six goals on 33 attempts. Ooh, there you go. And then Grubauer well, came why. in for the third and gave up one goal on 11 shots. There you go. Well, there you go. Holtby let in five. Oh, wait, no. Holtby let in six. Unless they have the math wrong on here. Because it says, oh, 27... Yeah, 27 saves on 33 shots. Taves, okay. Saad, Schmaltz, Kane, Hartman, Anisimov. We, right. all, we all know math is hard. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're having an off it's day, my, It's okay. It's not my best suit. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the news storming around the NHL. You're listening to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. 
You're listening to Post to Post on WCWPSports.org. Welcome back to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. Nick Matina here, joined alongside me, Anthony Cavarella, Jason Glickman, and Ryan Kraut. Welcome back to the show. Right now, we are going to talk about... <laughs> Jason's happy in the corner because he just found out that Corey Schneider will be returning next week to the lineup. Mm. Says could. Does not say he will. Could. Yeah. He could take his time. We <laughs> need him for that West Coast trip. But could usually means, yes, he'll be back. It's uh, about time. You know, groin injuries usually last for a while, so. That is true. Uh, so he should take his time. Let's move now to the news aspect. A couple things to go out, a couple suspensions to go out, and a couple injuries. Excuse me. So let's start off with, first of all, we just talked about, we'll talk about more about the Flyers. The Flyers are down two goalies now in Bryant Elliott. I remember this time. And Michael Neuverth. So, down two goalies. They trade for Peter Morazic for draft picks. They get Peter Morazic, which was a steal. And we all agree on that. Now, they lose Wayne Simmons two to three weeks with upper body injury. Now, is this highly effective or not very effective to the uh, Flyers lineup? That's effective. That's really effective. He's one of your, he is one of your top guys. He's, he's, ba- he's the grit of the Flyers, really. Um, yet now that he's out, that that's going to be very, very hard, especially with how stacked the Metro is. It, it's going to hurt the Flyers. I wouldn't. It would hurt. It hurts their on ice presence. So they, they may it, fall. It's huge for them. I mean, they they barely edged out a win against Montreal last night. They won three to two in overtime. Exactly against one Mont- of the worst teams. Montreal. Yeah, against one of the worst teams right and now. That's one. I only cut you off if you have another statement there. But like Montreal, I would have never guessed. In years that Montreal would be at the bottom of the standings because of you know with with, with Carey Price on your team, that means nothing. <laughs> PK Subban mean nothing. Oh yeah, that's another okay, story. That's an entirely okay. different topic. There, that's dude. a whole different topic. But I, I think I brought this up once before. Mm-hmm. Carey Price, it's not, it's not the Carey Price show with the Montreal Canadiens. It's a team effort. And Mon- and as much as me people say Carey Price is the best goalie in the world, and he is, he has not done anything spectacular. And here's the thing too. Alex Galchenyuk and Max Pacioretty could be dealt by Monday. Oh, that's going to be Pacioretty's that's gone. Be good. He's gone. And uh, it's funny because I texted the our little group chat alongside because shout out to NHL Network because they totally fooled me because that was so I didn't realize so I didn't realize that NHL Network was asking for people to send in their own proposals for trades. So when it popped up on the TV, it said Max Pacioretty was traded to. The Buffalo Sabers for draft picks and prospects, and I believe it 100. percent How funny that would have been! been a I, I had to train. run. I ran around. I looked at um, TSN, <laughs> NHL Network, <laughs> NHL, and I'm like, Nick, you're wrong. I was like, no, that would have been, been a debacle of a trade. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I mean, they would have burned down. Uh, they would have burned down. But it makes Montreal sense Stadium. if you think about it. If, if Max Pacioretty was traded to the well, Buffalo Sabers because they need another veteran. I mean, they have Ryan O'Reilly who's been tearing it up the past couple weeks. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to him, but. They're gonna need someone after they trade Evander Kane too. Yeah. yeah, and then you have Jack Eichel, who you could tell he just doesn't want to be in Buffalo anymore. He's a baby. <laughs> Jack, uh, he, after after the stuff, who he, would want to be in Buffalo? That's the question. Nobody. Really. I don't know why anyone voluntarily signs to go to Buffalo. Like why Kyle well, Poso? But that's that's something else. We're oh, not we're not bringing. Into, that we're not gonna get into that right now. Not bringing that up. All no. right, let's move on. Uh, the next news story coming out is that Chris Kreider has been cleared to play back 
in games now because he did suffer from a blood clot in his left arm. He is back. He practiced, and he is cleared to play by team doctors. Thank that's God. a big that, boost for the Rangers. That right could there. not come at a better time for them because right now this is where you got to be. They're, they're on a four-game losing streak. You need to turn that around right now. I Soon. believe. I believe the Rangers have won after the other game. They've won. What is it? I think it's five out of the last fifteen. Yeah, that's I not. Think, I think it was. Some, I, think it's I heard they lost four. fourteen of the last nineteen. I don't know if that's right. Something like. Doesn't that. matter. It's not good. Yeah, I mean. Me and Anthony know as Ranger fans, we won't spend too much time on it, but I'm embracing the tank. Oh, finally. I don't know about you. Finally. I've been embracing the tank since they put out that hey, press release. They, cha- they changed my mind if they went on a two-game winning streak after they released the statement. They can still be hot. I don't care. You can be hot. You can even... We can, can still even, make the playoffs. You can still make the playoffs. <laughs> we can still make you the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Tanking. I'm just like, you know what? At this point, I've seen what this team is capable of. And I'm embracing the young presence. That's why I'm okay with Monday because Monday it's Rangers fire sale all day. Oh, well, I think it's gonna be even before that. And oh, it's I, probably it's this weekend. There's no it's way they're gonna weekend. wait until I Monday. I don't know if you. Yeah, no. I, I know you follow me on Twitter. I don't know if Jason does. I know Kraut does either. No, I don't really use Twitter. Okay, yeah, that's I why. Uh, <coughs> I very much enjoy Nick's Nicholas tweets. Uh, what? I uh, very you, much enjoy your tweets. Oh, Nick. I, that's the first person ever said that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I actually tweeted the other day. Um, I believe it was. Sunday night. No, when, when was Nick Holden? Nick Holden was traded on Tuesday, correct? So it was yes. Monday. So it was Monday night. I traded. I'm feeling. I traded. I tweeted. I said I was feeling. I'm very feeling. I'm. Fe- oh, I can't speak to. What is my problem? He said I'm feeling an NYR trade tomorrow. Thank you. And then Nick Holden was traded to the Bruins for O'Gara. So now we know. And then whenever he said not the trade I expected. Whenever I have an epiphany, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a trade me. for the Rangers. Uh, I, I feel like Rick Nash will be gone by Sunday. I could see that. I think Rick Nash will be gone Apparently by Sunday. Apparently, he's not going to Nashville anymore. That it, uh, I don't know how much I believe that. It's a rumor. There are so many rumors and so many people that just talk. Especially around the Rangers, it's you well, can't take you take everything with a grain of salt. I know my one of my friends keeps sending me tweets from this one guy that says, "Oh, well." I might believe it. Apparently, Nashville is not in the running anymore for Rick Nash, and apparently, they apparently the Rangers' price is too high. Well, think about it. That's what I I was I agree that part with. I I'm see. waiting. That I'm part wait, I can I'm see. waiting for the day, or maybe Sunday, where it's like Rick Nash has been traded to the Nashville Predators for Mike Fisher, and like the guy who came out of retirement just to come out of retirement Didn't to finish he, with the Predators. Like, I don't think he's even played yet. yet. He's not even he hasn't played, played yet. one game yet. Do you think he would Unfinished retire if he heard business. that? Do you think he would re-retire if he heard that he was traded to the Rangers? Not Probably yet. Not I think really. He came back because he has unfinished business with Nashville. If he leaves Nashville, he doesn't. I'm pretty sure he's not going to play. I, I honestly believe that Jeff Gordon and Glenn Sather would not make that trade. That's that is great. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, that, I'm that, that's a horrible trade. But like, how about tell me if, if I'm if uh, Jim Gordon, right, GM of the New York Rangers, and I put Rick Nash on the table and right side Rick Nash. I'm trying to think of a player I don't want to get rid of as a Ranger fan. <laughs> you put McDonough. No. <laughs> Just leave it to the Islander and Devil fan to come simultaneously with the same answer. No. Grabner. No. 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 Longquist. No. 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 Stop. He's not stop. even going stop. anywhere. All right, I got it. I got it. Rick I got Nash, it. and then you put in Miller. No. What? Yeah, okay. Shattenkirk. No. Okay. Let, Rick, let the Rick man Nash, think. Ryan, Ryan Miller. Rick Nash, JT Miller, and a second for Ryan Johansson. Ooh. That's very intriguing. Very intriguing, but I don't think they would want to dealt. A, I think that's a, a little bit heard, too much. I heard that a, a possible trade to Nashville could have been Rick Nash or Victor Arvidsson. I predicted that. I can see that. 
I didn't see it anywhere. It was on Twitter, so I didn't know. Uh, Let's move on. All right. Holy we, we, we spent too much time on this thing. We'll, Talking we'll, about the Rangers. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Um, let's go to Jason's hometown team, the New Jersey Devils. Uh, so In the hometown of, what, Westbury? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, it's close Beth enough. Page? Close enough. Close enough. Okay. Miles Wood was suspended for two games without pay for boarding Tim Bait Lightning forward. Ooh, that's that's Nemestic- what you bring up? Vadislav Nemestikov during NHL game uh, in Tampa on 17th. Uh, Two-game suspension. Too short, just about, or too much. Ryan Crowell, go first. Um, I think it was about right. I would have given him maybe like th- three or four, but they got it right for the most part. That was definitely a, not a clean hit. He obviously left his feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then he also... Made someone's face bloody and broke their well, visor. No, here, but okay, besides here's the that, thing. that wasn't him. Here, that was, no, here's that the thing. Him. Oh, that was not him. No, I agree. I think the suspension I was fine. I think the suspension was fine. Um, the whole th- everybody when usually like you say, oh, he busted up the visor and he cut his f- because that cut was terrible. That was a terrible that, cut. That wasn't sorry, on the it was wood. It yeah, was it was wood. Yeah, I'm it was reading him. it now. It was against Andre Schuster. It just, yeah. yeah, I always, I thought it was Nemesnikov that got the bloody face, but it was, it no. wasn't. And it he was, got uh, stitches all across his face, also. But yeah. uh, we'll oh, keep yeah. going around. Uh, Jason, I want to ask you last because I know you're the Devils fan. Uh, too, too think, short, just I right. Per- I think it much? was just right. Let me finish the question. You, know you the already qu- asked. You know the question is going to be. I started already. But no, I think that I think it's a, it's a per- I think two games. It's fine. Now it's one. But I think two games. No, it's, it's over. Fine. Yeah, it's they over. They played now? two already. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That was fast. Sunday. That was, Tuesday. That was fast. I thought that was just. I thought it was just Tuesday game. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's game. They suspended him Sunday afternoon. He was out Sunday and last night. Okay. So no, good. Good. I think it's a good suspension. I think the time was right. When people say, "Oh, he should have got more because he busted his visor," if you look at the hit, it's just the way he fell and the way the visor cracked when he hit. When he hit, I believe the bo- when he hit the boards and that that cut him. So the hit itself. No, I don't think the mess. The was the one that was hit, but he wasn't the one who got cut. No, no, I mean, the hit. Um, wait, yeah, no, my fault, my fault. Uh, no, but, that's what I was confused about first. Yeah, time no, I saw I, it too. because yeah. yeah, it looks like he. That was where the cut came from. That's what I believe the cut. The cut came from. But besides that, mm-hmm. I think the hit was two games. It's fine. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in too short. Really? Too what? short. Excuse me. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. Jason, sit down. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, NHL is sick and tired of those hits, and I feel like two games is way too small for a hit like that. You know, Miles Wood even knows that he left his feet. They, they found out a quote. They talked to him after the suspension was established, and he said, "I respect the decision overall. I'm happy those two players weren't hurt in the situation. It was a bad hit. I did leave my feet. I'm going to learn from it and move on. You should learn from it by not doing it in the first place, and then still, I think a good five game suspension would have been healthy no. for it." Yeah, because Ooh, that's, I, that's way too that's much. That's too much. Four. Let me let me Four tell you why. No, I, no, on, uh, let me finish. Because, really, you have too many people getting hurt, and their careers are over by the time of, with those hits and stuff. People leaving their hit, feet on hits and stuff, and the NHL doesn't want to see it anymore. And then they hand out a two-game suspension to it. How does that work? You you're giving a two-game suspension to a young player who's never been suspended before. He has a clean record, and he. It was in a, the middle of a close game, so he had that energy. You want to see that energy. That's what the, makes the game interesting. He's a young player. He, yes, he did leave his feet. That's that's it. He left his feet, and he went flying into Nemesikov. 
and he did get only a two-minute penalty. I was surprised to see it was just a two-minute penalty. And no no game misconduct, no double minor, no major penalty. Um, and then he did come back. They did score on that short on that shorthanded opportunity to tie the game. And then he came back, and he did he did uh, get the game-winning goal. They won 3-2, to I believe it was. And I think that if they really wanted to change the game, I think that he should have gotten a misconduct. He should have been thrown out. But... As a Devils fan, as a fan of the Devils, I, I think that's perfectly fine. But as a hockey course, fan, yeah. I think you should have been thrown out. Uh, last thing before we hit the break, uh, Colorado Avalanche defenseman Eric Johnson and Anton Lindholm are out indefinitely with upper body injuries, as Coach Bednard said Monday. Even though I think Colorado is still in the run for a playoff spot, but I don't believe that um, they'll be making it anytime soon. Uh, I really don't think that... Why not? I didn't Why think they'd not? have a nine, ten game winning streak, however long they're, it was. I didn't think that happened either, but it did. They're, yeah. they're right behind the the Wild and the. They're only on one Ducks. game winning streak right now. And, and uh, I, I anything could happen. I know, yeah, sure. I mean, they're only a couple points behind. Anything could really happen, but I guess like you could say, Lindholm and Aaron Johnson falling are huge on their defensive side. Oh no, it will hurt them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say key. I wouldn't put Colorado down that much. I mean, if if you look at their upcoming schedule, they got. Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, and then Calgary again. So it's Cal- not Calgary is only the tough team they have to face. It's not really that big of they can they can make a run for it. They play Minnesota um, on March second. They have a lot of big games coming up. If they put together a good stretch of games, they'll be right in it. They play fifty nine. So the, what is that? They have twenty three games left. left. Yeah, and they have they have two games on hand on the Blues. Who hold currently hold the first wild card spot? Yeah, you never know. And they have two games on the Ducks, who right. hold the second wild card spot. Cry any last words? Um, they can definitely survive without these two players for those four games or however long. You're on definitely. Out. Oh, out. In, well, Eric Johnson's more of a loss than uh, the other. Anton Lindholm. Than him, yes. All right. So with that being said, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll discuss who the buyers and the sellers will be of this NHL trade deadline. You're listening to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. Hey, welcome back. Uh, That's good. Uh, (laughs) Perfect timing. I like that one. Thanks. Um... So, welcome back to Post to Post. <laughs> I did kind of lost my train of memory for that for a second. Uh, welcome back to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. Nick Matina here, joined by Ryan Crowd, Jason Glickman, and Anthony Cabaretta. So, as we talked many times about in this past 34 minutes, we are just a few days away from this trade deadline. It is Monday the 26th. Today is the 21st of February. So, really, let's start looking at... Who we think will be the buyers and the sellers of this trade deadline? We'll only ask for one each, uh, one from the east, one from the west. Uh, Ryan Kraut, I'm going to start with you first. Now, one team from the east that you think will be a buyer? Um, one team from the east I think will be a buyer, Carolina Hurricanes. You have to come up with an explanation also. I <laughs> Thanks. Because they're looking for that one last piece to get them over the over the hump and get them into the playoffs. And they're only about one piece away from doing that. So I think they're going to go out and look for maybe a, not necessarily Rick Nash, but a Rick Nash type. Okay. And they'll be fine. Uh, now let's switch it to the other conference, the West. Buyer. 
buyer. Well, as we've seen, it apparently the Kings are buyers. Yeah, but that was just more or less. Dion Phaneuf. I mean, let's not. I be mean, just they bolstered enough. their defense, so. Is that all you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jason, go ahead. Uh, an East buyer and a West buyer. East buyer, uh, easy Islanders. Uh, they need defense. They need a lot of things. I could see Drew Doughty going to them. He only I, has. I wish he only has half. He only has a uh, till the end of the Have year. Have there been rumors of Drew Doughty leaving? Because people keep saying that. Please, he, he please might tell leave. me you've I, heard this. I, I've heard. <laughs> I, like, please, for the love of God. I've heard that they want to sell Drew Doughty, but they're still in the mix, so it doesn't really make sense. But I'd like to see it happen. I would love that personally. Um, <laughs> as far as the West I buyers see, go, I, I I don't see that mostly because I feel I, I, I feel don't see like it either. They either get they're Drew Doughty or they either get John Tavares, and that's it. Ooh, Tavares, please. You, you can pick one. That's it. Tavares. Mm. Yeah. In order to get that cap. I can live with Dahan. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Can you? Can you? I mean, can you deal with Halak facing 50 plus shots a game? No, but once they get Dahan and Mayfield back, they're going to be facing 49 shots a game. So we're good. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and as far as West buyers go, uh, Knights. The Knights. Knights. Wow. I think the Knights are going to want to put together some more pieces. Um, like they I, don't have enough already. Yeah. Well, they did kind mm-hmm. of uh, get everything that they needed with the expansion draft, which... Let me just tell you this. Vegas currently sits first in the Pacific Division. Yes. Above For- the San Jose Sharks, eight points ahead. So you think they need Vegas, more. baby. You don't think We've- they can make a huge playoff run? Actually, I agree with Jason only because all those players... All right, good. You can talk a lesson. Cool. <laughs> cool. Finish for Jason. I'll bring yeah, it up yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Continue. Continue. Well, I agree. He wants to hear like, why I agree with him. But I agree with him because you look at Vegas's team and how much of those players really do have playoff experience. Not that many. So maybe, you know, since you are one of the hottest teams in the league, people would li- people will trade with you for these players. I'll you, tell you who you does know, have playoff experience the in the Sharks. Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Andre Fleury, and James Neal. Did weren't James we just hurt. weren't we just saying that he's still on the team though, isn't it? Hurt. I'm saying, but that's two. Weren't we just saying that goalies don't carry teams? Ooh, ah, Fleury you, is carrying this team though. Really? We're we're not talking about carrying. We're talking more just about playoff experience as a whole. James Neal has had it last year with Nashville. Went to the Stanley Cup final. Um, he also that's he also made it. He's also gone to the playoffs with. Pittsburgh. Yes. Pittsburgh twice. Yes. Mark Andre Fleury was just with the back-to-back Stanley Cup victories with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Also, three P. No. 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 Imagine a three P for Fleury. That would be incredible. I mean, there's no one who deserves it more than he does, but it's not. Uh, imagine that story. I don't. I don't think. Imagine the. Pay, think so. Imagine Gary so. Bettman's face. Vegas won the Stanley Cup. Imagine everyone's face if Vegas I think, won the I think his, Cup. I, his eyes would be just dollar signs. Oh, he would. He, no, he would. He would push that Seattle expansion. So I'm going to go down really quick, or real quick, I should say. I'm going to go down. Tom, if you're listening, that's for you. Yeah. And Jeff Krull. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go down the roster for Vegas, and we'll just see if they have um, playoff experience or not. First one is big no. It's Pierre Edouard Bemar. So no, I don't think he's had anything. Ryan Carpenter, no. William Carrier, no. Cody Eakin has in Winnipeg. I believe he was in. When, no, was Cody, when did was, when did was, Cody Eakin? I think was picked uh, up from Dallas. 
Oh, Freddy I'm sorry. Yeah, he was uh, from Dallas. He's from Winnipeg. That's why. I, I'm. I apologize. So, um, although I'm pretty sure he has made the playoffs with the Capitals. It was so. If the Capitals made it in 2011, they, def- they definitely did. They did. Then yes, Cody Eakin. Second round. Okay. What so, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll look at playoffs. Eric Switch. Uh, no, he, he, they didn't. Um, so Dallas did make the playoffs in 2013, 2014, and 2015, 2016. Uh, so he has some playoff experience of himself. Not strong. I don't think they made it that far. Then uh, let's keep going down the line if this page would load. There we go. Um, keep going down. Oscar Lindbergh definitely has some playoff experience from the Rangers for the past couple of years. And he's your, and he's your fourth line center. Yeah. Uh, still, doesn't matter. Okay. Still got players. Right, okay. So, so they do have some playoff have, experience. Yeah, we won't. We won't take together. I still don't think they need to be buyers. I think they have enough. They've but would you shocked be, people But would enough. you be shocked on Monday if you saw Vegas come up? No. There you go. No. Then he's right. <laughs> All right, Anthony. You can only say your East one now because you agree with him. Fine. Actually, I was going to have a different West one, but okay. East. I'm going to go back on what Jason said last week. Florida. Okay. Because somehow, some way, they surprised me, and now they're what, in the hunt. What does Florida have to give up though, if in order to be a buyer? That is I true. Have no idea. Other than Eric, other <laughs> than Aaron go? Ekblad, which they're <laughs> not giving up. Aaron Ekblad. Eric Ekblad is revolving around that team right now. And if, Aaron Ekblad if is I the did, Florida Panthers. I would say Jonathan Huberto. Yeah, I would see that. Too. But like, I can see th- it. Th- that's about then, it. Then what are they left with? Exactly. Yeah, not much. Aaron Ekblad and, and injured. I think they're just trying to. Mi- I think I could see them. I could see them being um, buyers only because, you know, they're they're not far away. They're not far away from being close, especially with how weak the Atlantic is this season. Oh, they have a lot. I mean, I, I'm not even thinking. You got Barkov. You got Bajux. Uh, Bajux Bajustad. Thank you, uh, Derek McKenzie, um, Dadanoff, who is. Yeah, you got pieces. Yeah, you, they you, got pe- Vincent Trocheck, you got Verbata yeah. on the Panthers also. They still have time. Am I allowed to say my West? I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. My West would be my the um buyers for the West would be I want to say Calgary. Hmm. I mean they 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 don't really have a lot to give. They have a lot of franchise players already. I know, but they, I feel like they just they, they need a little bit something else to to fill in that role. And I, I think it would be um, – I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head who would fit in Calgary in the system right now, but I, I could see their names come up on Monday Okay. to buy. Um, I believe the last time that we had this show, last Wednesday, Calgary was in third. Yeah, now they're – Ahead in- of the Kings and the Ducks, and now they're in fifth behind the Kings and the Ducks. They've lost two straight while the Ducks and Kings have both won three in a row. Um, so every time we make a prediction, it's wrong. The- so make the opposite prediction. Yeah, they. I think that the them buying would be huge. The Stanley Cup final. What? I hear that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, going off what you said before about Florida, um, I, I know I've been big on Florida can make a playoff push. Florida oh, no, can make a playoff don't push. Don't go back on me now. They're, <laughs> are they really a playoff team? Because you look no. at the games that they've been losing. They lo- they've lost against the Capitals. They've lost against the Kings. They've lost against Winnipeg and Toronto. The teams that they're beating aren't that good. They've beat they've beat Edmonton, they've beat Vancouver, Islanders, Buffalo, Detroit. I, they're they're not beating they're not beating the teams that they have to beat. I know they're not beating the teams that they need to beat. I'm just saying not uh, the trade deadline is also not for the rest of the season. The trade deadline is also for down the road. And Florida, I think right now they're making enough noise in the Atlantic, even I if feel it like is against poor teams, that they they're getting to the point where they can be in contingency again. Because only what I think it was what two to three years ago that they were in the playoffs. Who? 
Florida? Florida was, hasn't seen a playoff no, team since like no, it was it was, it, was it was against the Islanders in the first round. Yeah, that, that was, was uh, sixteen. Oh, that was that was yeah, it was so sixteen. Was it was two years ago. ago. That long ago? Great oh. series. Um, no, I do feel like this uh, trade deadline is going to be the the year of the rental players. Really? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. There are so many teams that are just on the it. brink. They just need that little extra push yeah. to get to the finish right. line. Let's switch the other side now. We'll go sellers. East sellers, Kraut will East and West sellers, we'll go to you first. East sellers, Rangers. Yeah, we all know that now. I think we I think we can all agree that the Rangers are gonna be sellers. And senators, I mean. And the senators also there's, Except Eric Carlson's lo- not going anywhere. I don't know. Is he? There's still a lot of rumors that he could leave. I heard the team's not shopping him anymore. I I, know, I read an article that he was gonna at least go in the next nine and, and um, as of Sunday he was going in from TSM. As of as of yesterday, Sunday, though, he's not. Tra- they're not trading him. You know what? They say that all the time. Yeah, they've been saying that left and right. They may say that because they have a plan. And you know who also could be potentially sellers? The Toronto Maple Leafs. No, they do have a lot of young really? players. There are. Uh, there's a bunch of rumors that uh, either Mitch Marner, or William Nylander could be out of Toronto about the trade deadline. So you're saying this just like dump it. their extra like weight? Dump that cap space. Bring in Tavares. Ooh. Um, Ooh, I didn't think of that. No. Nope. I'm the only one that mentioned that, and you're all like, oh, and Kraut, Kraut looks at me with the debt stuff. Kraut is cringing. No. <laughs> all right. There's only one other person I heard that said he's going to Toronto, and that was a doorman at a hotel in Toronto. <laughs> Moving on. West Sellers. Smart doorman. <laughs> West Sellers, Ryan? West Sellers. Hmm. Blackhawks. Not, not a lot of time here. Uh, I, I don't really see the Blackhawks. Doing anything? Didn't they just do something? Something minor. Minor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, doesn't really, that doesn't really count. Kempney. That. I. I don't really know. What about Edmonton? <laughs> All they have is McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they, they, they because they have been shopping around with players if, like Luchy and If Edmonton else. had players to sell, oh, they no, would wait, be in the I, mix I, right now. True. True. True, I agree. But who else is there really that, that I don't you really, can see from the West selling? There's not a lot no of No one else in the West position. really needs to sell. Maybe Vancouver. Maybe but drop the Sedins. We'll see. I, I don't Ooh. know. Oh, yeah, the Sedins could be going. Let's move to you, Jason, because we're running out of time here. Um, Yeah. Uh, Rangers, Senators, Canucks. Okay. You? Um, Rangers, <laughs> you Senators, and, <laughs> and I'm going to go with them, Canucks. Canucks are the only team that really have anything that they can get rid of. Yeah, I mean, I could see the Sedins leaving. Um, but would they both go to the same team is the question. Oh, we had we, we talked about this week. last week. You weren't here. I was not here. You'll have to, you'll have to listen to another show. We're going to take another break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll have the final 15 here on WCWP.org, Post to Post. You are listening to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. Welcome back to Post to Post here on WCWPSports.org. Hey, Chris, how's it going? He's looking there through the window, not really sure what we're doing right now. Chris Klamazusi, everybody. Uh, so, last segment here between us, uh, Anthony Cavaretta, Jason Glickman, Ryan Kraut, I'm Nick Matina. First, let's talk about the Olympics. The Olympics are coming down to an end. We are in about the last week or so uh, of the Olympics. Are you okay over there? I'm just falling asleep. Why? Are we not entertaining enough for you, Jason? Uh, well, the, the Olympics are not entertaining. Yeah, the Olympics true. are entertaining. <laughs> I'm assuming we're talking about men's hockey, but <laughs> well, I mean, we just well, it is a hockey show, so yeah, yes. I would assume. <laughs> Got him. Um, yeah, let's first of all talk about the men's game last night. They played the Czech Republic. They took the Czech Republic to overtime and a shootout. Czech Republic won all four of their games in the preliminary rounds, 
and the USA just did not show up in that shootout. I stayed up for that whole game, and I regret it. For nothing. Yeah. yeah. Because they, in the overtime, they looked like garbage. In the shootout, it looked like they were taking practice shots at the Czech goalie. It was so bad that, honestly, you know, the coach said, I think it was the coach that said afterward, he's like, I'm proud of my boys for making it as far, which, heck, yeah, I didn't even I didn't expect them to, to do that much, make that much noise anyways. But to go out there, and especially at the in the overtime where you started off with a power play and then into the shootout and do so poorly and, like, your passing game was so, so poor, I'm I'm sitting there like, um, I knew they I knew the Czechs were gonna win that. At that point, I'm like, okay, that's it. It's over. And it should be it should be games like this that that make the uh, the IOC realize like, hey, we need the NHL for our ratings to be up because that game was so boring. I watched the highlight. You can't even call them highlights. Um, There's nothing good. Where's TJ Oshie when you need him? Like that's if, what I said. They mentioned him on the broadcast. They literally said. Um, TJ Oshie, the, it, because he came in and because that was the last amazing... Olympic shootout for them. Exactly, and now and they're like, oh, and by the way, he's not here, so um, so yeah, yeah good we're, luck. We're kind of screwed. <laughs> and I mean, I, I don't know why they took washed up NHLers for the USA team. Why not take Who the younger you guys? Take? Give the younger guys a chance. Who else are you gonna take? You've taken all the guys that are around there. You've, these guys are all collegiate level kids. You know who else are you gonna take? You need somebody else to you know, at least lead them because these kids haven't played in in international tournaments. Most of them haven't. Which is another reason why the NHL, uh, why there, the IOC needs the NHL. There were two Listen. players who surprised me in this entire Olympics for Team USA, though: Troy Terry and Ryan Donato. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. They are going to be very, very strong NHL up, players. Play. Yep. Donato is a fantastic player. He's got hands like Dasuk, potentially. And so does Terry. Havelbats. Terry was going, literally split the Czech defense in half, was skating by three players at once. He's, he's going to be a strong NHL talent. But as we see with the Oilers, one good player does not get you anywhere. Or two good players don't get you anywhere. Eh. I mean, sure. Now, let's talk about the women's side of the hockey team. Women, USA will play four goal tonight against who else but Canada. Oh, Canada. Is that what they sound like over there? No, not at all. No, no it's not. I was there this summer. And I know false. Canada was down south. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> depends where in the world you are. Antarctica is the only place Thank to be down Crump south. Thank you for at least defending me. The North Pole, Canada south. <laughs> sure, that's what I meant. Antarctica, Greenland. All right, all right. Moving on. That's this like southwest. This is not okay. a geography uh, show. All right. So Canada and USA women's hockey will play for gold tonight. It's been a tough one for the USA women's hockey team for the past few gold medal games. They've made the gold medal games for the past five Winter Olympics, and four out of those five have gone to Canada. The last one the USA won was back in 1998. Then they lost last year against Sochi. I don't know if you guys remember watching that game at all. USA was that, up, that, that game was heartbreaking. USA was up 2-0 with four minutes remaining in the third period. Canada came back and tied it with a goalie pulled and then wound up winning it in overtime on the power play. That was heartbreaking. I think no matter what happens, um, we are in for one heck of a game. That game is tonight at a beautiful 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Oh, uh, yeah, another late night for us, guys. Woo. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll stay up for half of it. Or we can fly I mean, to California and the game will be at 8. You want to fly to California? I really would like that, yes. But then the time I come home, be like 3 o'clock in the morning. So, so, so you, no you said what? anything about coming home? You understand that we have body clocks, right, Kraut? Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll sleep on the plane, I guess. Let's I keep moving on. All right, let's talk about tonight's game. Let's go back to the NHL. You know, Winter Olympics are almost over. 
So, three games on the schedule tonight. Uh, mostly Western teams. Uh, the first game is Ottawa and Chicago. Uh, the game is 8 o'clock tonight. So, really, Ottawa has been shaky because of all the trade rumors. Chicago has just been shaky in general. Uh, Chicago is avoiding their 10th loss in 11 games. Ottawa hosts tonight at 8 o'clock. Both teams under 500. Who you got, boys? I'm going to say Ottawa. Well, one deciding factor. is this. Where is this game? Ottawa. Ottawa. Chicago. Really? Because I'm going with them. I'm, no, I, no, I no. It's, it's in Chicago. Oh, no, it's, it's in, in Chicago? It's in Chicago? Yes. It's Ottawa at Chicago. I still oh, say mine. I, I apologize. I, I, I read it. I wrote, it said at Ottawa Senators, but it said at United Center. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm taking the Blackhawks then. I'm taking Ottawa. Gonna, just because of the home field advantage? Yes. Chelsea the, Dagger? The fans, the fans in Chicago mean that much to the Blackhawks that they're – they're going to help them win this game. I'm going to say Chicago loses by a goal. Yeah, I could see that. Nah. I, I think, think it'd be a little bit closer. I think it's Nick's right. I think it's going to be like a one goal, maybe two, but I think it's going to be like a very close game. I think we see a shutout here from the uh, really from the Blackhawks. I think we'll see like a 2 it's nothing. Four, Forsberg's expected to be in that. Yeah, and I, I think we see a 2 nothing uh, Blackhawks victory here. Okay. Hmm. Um. Hmm. The hmm. Blackhawks are favored. Well, win. okay. Now a all-west game. The Dallas Stars and the Anaheim Ducks. Ducks are eyeing their fourth consecutive win. Dallas is 12-5-1 in their past 18 games. They'll take on the Ducks. I mean, sorry, the Stars will take on the Ducks in Anaheim. Anaheim 30-20-11 on this season. Stars 34-21-4. That game's at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And uh, the Ducks are looking for their fourth straight win, which would be the longest winning streak this season. I take the Ducks. I got the Stars. Yeah, I go with the Stars here. I got the Stars also. All uh, all against one. Okay. Da- Dallas is too hot right now. Dallas is Dallas is very hot right now. And especially against a team like An- uh, Anaheim, I feel like they could just maybe roll over. I don't. I don't uh, think so. I think Anaheim once again. Um, I think the home field advantage does come into play for Anaheim a bit because they are looking for their fourth consecutive win, and with that kind of heat coming in home, you know, I could. I can see this being a competitive game. But it's going to probably be a, you know, one goal it's, difference. It's most likely even, I would see this as actually going to an overtime. Overtime. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I could see it being a multi-goal game. Um, it's pos- probably going to be John Gibson and Carl. I mean, uh, Ben Bishop, in the net for each uh, team, respective team. Last game of the night, only three tonight, 10.30 p.m. is the Calgary Flames and the Vegas Golden Knights. I still love saying that. I still love that we have another expansion team. We got the C1. Seattle's getting ready to, to take theirs now, too. That they're they're tr- accepting tickets March 1st, guys. That is true that they're accepting season. Uh, the Seattle season. insert team name here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, do we bring back the Seals? No, their jerseys <laughs> look like a bag of Weiss potato chips. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Never heard that before. That, right? That's a new one. All right, but so Seattle Seals just doesn't sound good. Uh, Calgary is still in the running for a wild card spot. Uh, the Golden Knights are hoping to set a new NHL record for most home wins by a team in its inaugural season, and they'll play the Calgary Flames at T-Mobile Arena in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Seems like every time uh, the Golden Knights play, they're trying to break a record or something. It's crazy, right? That's how good they are. How I got Vegas well in this one. This team is doing. James Neal has 39 points on the season. David Perron has David Perron is leading the Vegas Golden Knights in points with 53. Wow, I don't think we would have seen that from this makeup of team. 
But I thought this team. I thought that when I think everybody agreed this team was going to be mediocre at best, and look where they are now. Mm-hmm. They shut us all up. So. Now, who we got though, boys? I got Vegas. Vegas, Vegas baby. Vegas, 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 Vegas. It's going to be close though. Jason, what was that? I didn't, I didn't hear you. Who'd you got? Oh, I said the Flames. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was Vegas. Uh, the Flames are skidding. Uh, Keep I, them skidding. I got the Flames in overtime. Really? Wow. wow. I got, I, I That's got, a bold pr- I, hot takes from Nick Matina. The Flames. Uh, flame take. Um, really though. The door's you. right there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, good. You can see yourself out. Uh, so, you know, I think I think Calgary can push it off. I I I really think that they can make this game close enough. I think Vegas is going to tie it late, and then Calgary will just as per usual, it, right? End it on a two-on-one in overtime. Mark my words. Really? Yep. Somebody write that down so we could yell at them. This next is time. this is on a recording. You realize that yeah. we're gonna hear this yeah, back. No. All, right, all right, you can mark it down. But with a couple minutes to go, we want to make an important in statement. Uh, our show next week will be moved to Monday. Just Monday. That is the only time it would move to Monday because of the trade deadline. Anthony, you're welcome because you were staring me down. And you said we gotta tell him. We gotta tell him. Don't worry, I'll tell him now. So the 26th will be our next date, not the 28th. Same time, 5 to 6, we will review the trade deadline because it will be well from over from then. I believe the trade deadline ends around 4 o'clock. It ends around 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Standard time. So uh, by that time, we will hop on the mics and we will give you all the information you need. Uh, any last thoughts on this week for trade deadlines? Who do you think we're going to see gone by the end of this week? Nash and Grabner. Okay, that's one. Um, not Taylor Hall. <laughs> All right, someone not on your team, or or the team you'd like, I should say. Okay, Anthony, someone not on the team you like. Okay, not on the team I like, Derek Broussard. I would like that Derek Broussard <laughs> back. Kawhi is short again. I don't know who's uh, going to get traded. All I know is Garth Snow better do something. That's a whole other might. argument. Not on the team you like, Kraut. O- only thing I can see him doing <laughs> is bringing Matt Martin back for like a fourth rounder. Not a team you like. Oh. I want to see, see Nash gone if it means anything. Pittsburgh needs a third line center. Nash. I hope it's not there. Sorry. With that being said, thank you for joining us for this edition of Post to Post on WCWPSports.org. We'll see you Monday, the 26th, for an hour after the trade deadline. We will review all and everything that is going on. Thank you for joining us, and have a good night.